Welcome to The Witness, true stories of children and gender identity. Conversations about gender identity are happening in homes and hospitals, therapy offices and classrooms. This podcast invites you to bear witness to how gender identity impacts children and families. All of the testimonies that you will hear have been anonymously shared with Partners for Ethical Care. These stories have been shared by individuals who have agreed to have their experiences published in order to bring awareness and to document what is happening. We invite you to listen and bear witness. This story was published on the PITT Substack, Parents with Inconvenient Truths About Trans. They have kindly allowed us to record their story for the witness. A link to the article will be located in the episode notes. Dear daughter, what do I want you to know deep in your core? I want you to know that I love and support you completely no matter what. You are my child and an important part of our family now and always. That will not change regardless of name, clothing, pronouns, or gender. I believe I demonstrate that to you daily and hope that you can see it. I have loved you from the minute I held you in my arms and nothing will ever change that. You are as beautiful to me now as you were in those first moments we met. Your beauty is deep in your soul because you are such a loving, strong, and amazing person. As your parent, it is my responsibility to create an environment that is loving, but also includes boundaries. The boundaries I create are in place because I care very deeply about your well-being, not because I don't accept you. Amongst other boundaries, my willingness or lack of willingness to use new pronouns should not be the only thing that you judge me on. I have supported you in so many other ways. I have done a great deal of soul searching along our journey over the last few years, and that has been challenging. I am not sure you know some of the challenges that I have been up against. I have been swimming upstream in whitewater rapids. I realize that I am not presenting the mainstream thoughts about gender. I have a curious mind and I refuse to just go along with popular thinking. I am looking at you as an individual with your own set of life circumstances and challenges. I also know that there has been a statistically impractical rise in female to male transitions over the last several years. That means that there has not been enough time to research why this is happening. Right now, There is no proof one way or the other about a male brain versus female brain. Research needs to continue. It also means that the medical professionals do not know the long-term effects of social or medical transition. There are many people for whom just gender dysphoria is not diminished or alleviated by social and or medical transition. That is why it is so important for us to continue searching for ways to make you more comfortable with the body you have. The outcome I fear most for you, to take hormones, 
have multiple surgeries, and become a lifelong medical patient only to find out you're still uncomfortable with who you are. When I'm at the end of my abilities to cope, I think of my dad's mantra, march or die. There were times I didn't want to hear the phrase, but he didn't mean it harshly. It was a call to stand up for myself and my family. I'm not sure that I realized it until after he died, but it was his way of telling me to follow my intuition and do the right thing, no matter how hard it made the journey. Giving up isn't an option. I will never give up on you. That includes searching for answers with you about your identity. You are 16 now, and that means that my role in your life is changing, as it does for all parents during the teen years. But remember, your emotional challenges began when you were 12 years old. You began searching then for a way to feel better, feel complete, feel at ease with who you are. You have always had questions about being adopted and your birth family. And you have the dreaded position of being the middle child, which leads to frustration when you don't fit in with the older kids but don't want to hang out with the younger crowd. Adding to the mix, you went through puberty early and had large breasts. On top of it all, your sisters suffered from severe anxiety when grandpa was terminally ill. It was a tough time to say the least. I don't blame you for searching for answers. You searched online for friends and for an answer for your discomfort. You experimented with some of the identities you found there, including being bisexual, pansexual, gender fluid, etc. Then you began self-harming, cutting, binge eating, or not eating, and none of it reduced your pain. The more you talked to people on the internet, the more affirmation and confirmation you got that yes, this must be why I am uncomfortable, I am transgender. You asked to see professionals with a specialty in gender. I obliged once and found that therapists, social workers, and physicians are bound by the affirmative approach. If you say you are trans, then you are. I don't think that's what you wanted. You wanted someone to help you explore your feelings and help figure it out. As a 12, 13, or 14 year old, it is nearly impossible not to believe a group of people who are unequivocally supporting your new identity. There's nothing better than having people tell you you're right. Then your doubts start fading and you became focused on transition. If I just get a haircut, if I just get new clothes, if I just get a new name, if I just bind my breasts, if I just use different pronouns, if I do all of these things, then, then I will feel better. We never should have lost focus on helping you to accept yourself. As you must know deep down, chasing a perceived feeling is impossible. There will always be a higher bar to reach, a greener pasture on the other side. While I was there giving you an alternative viewpoint, you heard many other people telling you that your parents just didn't understand, they will never understand, and they are transphobic. I was told I was doing irreparable damage by not instantly changing your name and pronouns. I am not transphobic, whatever that means. I am against children, teens, and young adults transitioning. I feel deep respect and love for people with gender dysphoria. It is hell. I know because it's happened to you, my daughter. 
but to help, to be part of your solution. I won't wade into the unstudied morass of medical transition, not without understanding exactly what the outcomes are. I love you too much to do that to you. I love you with all of my heart and soul. You are a part of me. I am here with you now and forever. Love, your mama. Postscript. I never gave my daughter this letter, but we did talk about the main concepts over the years and she seemed open to listening. I did ask her not to start hormones during her freshman year of college because adjusting to college is hard enough on a good day. She is no longer in college, but to my immense relief, my instincts in advising caution and setting boundaries were right. She has desisted and is identifying as female. After six very long years, my prayers have been answered. My daughter has thanked me for not allowing her to medically transition more than once. She acknowledged that what I went through was awful, too. This journey is not over. It has just begun, hopefully, down the path of physical and mental wellness. This has been The Witness, true stories of children and gender identity. The Witness podcast shares these stories to give voice to individuals who cannot share their stories publicly due to the possibility of losing their jobs, their friends, and their children. All stories are confidential and anonymous. You can share your story too. Go to partnersforethicalcare.com and click the share your story button. We welcome your story, your time, and your donation to support this important work. Partners for Ethical Care is a nonprofit organization made up of individual volunteers from across the globe focused on one mission. To raise awareness and support efforts to stop the unethical treatment of children by schools, hospitals, and mental and medical health care providers under the duplicitous banner of gender identity affirmation. We believe that no child is born in the wrong body. Thank you for listening and bearing witness. Thank you.